Welcome to the Starting Over Stronger Show, where you'll find help and hope for your divorce survival and recovery. Divorce well, live well. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me here again on the Starting Over Stronger Show. I am excited to be bringing you the final part of the reading of the Starting Over Stronger memoir that I wrote this year. Thank you for being a part of this with me. It's been a real pleasure to sit with you each week this fall and read my book to you, getting to explore it again, even though I'm finding all kinds of typos that I'm going to have to go back and deal with. (laughs) But today, we are on chapter 12. And that, I believe, is the final chapter. And then there is a section at the back of the book, if you get the paperback, which is a seven-day sample journal. So you can check that out as well. And this may not be all that long of an episode, but I really just wanted to save this final piece as its own uh, episode, just to as a farewell. And so today I'm going to read chapter 12 and then uh, some of the closing remarks at the end of the book. And from there, I will wrap up this segment of the show. Chapter 12, we reap the future we sow in the present. With this new awareness comes the fine art of letting go. The more you invest in Pathway to Peace journaling, the more you will come to embrace the reality that we must accept the problems of life. Perhaps your natural tendency, like mine, is to go into problem-solving mode with the people and circumstances in your life, rather than acceptance mode, which I promise you feels a million times better. Perpetual problem-solving mode causes more stress than the people or circumstances that we're trying to solve. In journaling, you will get clear that, like an octopus trying to let go of one thing while still grasping onto seven other things, you are not able to reach out for what is in front of you in life, the path God may be trying to lead you toward until you let go of everything you're still clinging to. Pathway to Peace Journaling helps you see this all more clearly. Join me in understanding that you cannot fix all that is wrong in your marriage, in your family of origin, or in any aspect of your life. You can let go of the things that you are telling yourself you must control. Figure out what you can do. You can tell God what is bothering you. Think about that. We get to tattle to God. How awesome is that? We tattle, vent, and complain. He listens, cares, and trades our complaints for his peace. Who else does that? And why do we not take him up on this offer every single day? He may help us see things more clearly. He may go to work on the other person. He may redirect us to something entirely different that is more important for the moment. Often he shows me where my power is, 
what I can do, think, or say to change things for the better. And isn't that why we pray? There is one particular prayer I have prayed more often than any other in my life. It was a vital part of my Pathway to Peace journaling experience, the Serenity Prayer. This prayer holds the namesake of my journaling because it was such a lifeline for me. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as the pathway to peace, taking, as he did, this sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things right if I surrender to his will, that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever in the next. Amen. Reinhold Neighbor Why was it such a lifeline for me back then, and even still today? Because, as an empath, I need so much help discerning what I can change and what I need to accept or reject, where I end and others begin. I fully credit Pathway to Peace journaling and the Serenity Prayer with my ability to recognize that I was codependent. I had been my whole life, yet I had no ability to see it until I journaled. I still have to be on guard against it, especially when I go through seasons where I lapse in journaling daily. Codependence does not go away overnight. It takes time to unlearn those unhealthy ways of relating. Letting go is not something codependent people do well. Whether it is letting go of control over a circumstance, letting go of our kids and letting them grow up and make their own choices... Yes, even the bad ones. Or letting go of a relationship that has long since died with a parent, sibling, or spouse. But we are hopeless romantics, right? We think everything can be fixed. Holding on to something that has died does not make it less dead. It just makes you smell funny. The right thing to do with dead things is to bury them. Burying what is dead is the art of letting go. It is a series of detachments. Detachment is about letting go of something we were never supposed to hold on to anyway. I want you to visualize with me. Hold your hands palm up in front of you. I know you're holding this book. Prop it up somewhere so you can literally open your hands and raise them palm up to imagine this with me. What are your hands full of? Think of the roles you play in life your daily to-do lists, what others expect from you, your job, your hobbies and duties at home, in church, at your kid's school, and so on. Imagine each of these obligations is its own rock in your hand. As you add rocks to your open hands, visualize them lowering a little with each new weight of burden that resonates in your life. You are carrying all these rocks. Here are some sample rocks for this visualization. I must be the perfect wife, no matter how poorly I am treated. 
I have to helicopter parent my still little but old enough to start doing things for themselves kids because I want to make their lives easier, keep the peace at home, keep up an image at church or in our community. My career is who I am. I don't know how to separate the two. My adult kids are more of a handful than they were 15 years ago. What is the appropriate and healthy level of helping? And what do I do when they are going down a road I know will end badly? Are your hands full of all the things? If so, how will you receive anything? Is it time to empty your hands? How can you receive if your hands are full of things you were never meant to carry all alone? The process of freeing up our hands to receive is pivotal to this journaling practice. Pathway to Peace journaling is how I have emptied my hands day after day, week after week, year after year, over and over again. When I look back, I can see it. In the moments, it all felt like chaos. Chaos can cause some people to freeze and procrastinate when they consider journaling. I have coaching clients who love journaling assignments, and I have others who refuse to even try. Those who won't try it do tend to struggle more. They have every reason under the sun as to why it does not, will not, could not ever work for them. They're too busy. It's too hard to wake up early. They're too tired at night. Their mornings or bedtimes are spent side by side with a spouse, and they don't want or don't feel at liberty to change up these routines. What if someone were to find and read it? Where will their journals end up when they die? Hint, you won't care then, and anyone who does read them will find solace in knowing they are connecting with the real you. No one can make you journal. If you don't want to, you won't. I hope my story encourages you to move past the fear and all the obstacles you may have to overcome. In the end, you will be glad you did. It's like any exercise, not always fun, but good for you and feels good. Hear this from my heart today. Whatever comes out in your journals, you now have a life-changing opportunity. Journaling is that powerful. Because I had journaled for years, when I finally heard God loud and clear that I had done enough to try to save my marriage, I would never have to doubt again. I had a written record. And you, too, can know beyond any doubt that you hold the answer to every problem you face. The answers you seek are held safe in how you choose to think about, feel about, and act in response to the pain points in your life. It is all inside of you, all the time no matter what anyone else does. Think of this as self-coaching. Through Pathway to Peace journaling, you start thinking about how your past and your present either serve you or do not serve you. You're going to be able to release much of the anxiety, tension, and worry in your life. You're going to start understanding that your past and even your present circumstances have no control over you unless you choose to think that they do. You separate what is a story that you're telling yourself and what is an actual factual circumstance. 
This is a huge step in understanding how your brain works. You hold the God-given power to change everything in your life that you do not find beneficial. We all struggle with negative thinking. These stories we tell ourselves keep us trapped. Do not buy the lie that social media presents to us every single day that everyone else is happy and positive, has amazing kids and wonderful marriages, and they're like God's best friend every single day. They're not. We all struggle, and we all choose how we think about those struggles. Are you a victim, or are you a creator of change? Maybe you have been victimized by someone. I once had, many times over, but I had to choose to stop identifying as helpless. How can you get from that victim mentality to the empowerment to create change in your life? The answer for me was Pathway to Peace journaling. It can be for you too. So will you join me now? Start here. What is the greatest worry in your life today? Using the four-part outline described in Chapter 11 and the seven-day starter journal in the back of the book, start writing your worries. Turn them into prayers. Tell God what you need to close the gaps between your worries and your prayers. Then thank God and offer your gratitude for all that is going well in your world, even in the midst of the struggles. I cannot promise you that all your dreams will come true, certainly not overnight. I can say with assurance that if you begin this journaling practice and stick with it for a while, you will feel more peace. An increasingly greater sense of deep and abiding peace as you stay committed. Committing to the practice daily for a time is vital to seeing the promise it holds. Give it a week at least and see how you feel then. When the stress in my life was at its highest, I committed to journaling daily for years with only a few exceptions. It does require a commitment. So you will want to pick a time of day that works well for you to have quiet, focused time. Then put it on your calendar as pathway to peace time and stick to it like taking your vitamins it really is its own reward. Over time, you will not have to force yourself to do it because you will be drawn to the experience. All these years later, I still keep it on my calendar because I plan around my intended priorities. As you stay committed to Pathway to Peace journaling, you will see it makes a difference that you can feel all day long. You may be pleasantly surprised how much better you feel about the things that used to feel incapacitating and how much clearer you understand your next steps toward the life you desire. Life does have a way of interrupting our plans or life shifts in unexpected ways. So you will have seasons when you journal more than others. The things we used to do every single day without fail can become things we only do occasionally. Just let a lack of peace or an increase in overthinking be your indicator that it has been too long. Jump back in if you get keyed up again. 
I went years, barely missing a day. But in more recent years, I have not always done my journaling consistently. I used to beat myself up about missing days, but over time, I have settled into a rhythm of acceptance. Ironically, it was my pathway to peace journaling that I have to thank for my newfound ability to stay in a space of acceptance with everything that comes my way, even allowing my journaling time to spread out across days and weeks when things are going well. I have learned that I cannot do pathway to peace journaling wrong. It is always there for me when I need it, and it will be for you as well. It will not bully you or coerce you to do it, and it will not give you a guilt trip when you don't. It will be waiting and open to receive you any time. Always with the promise of greater peace, clarity, and confidence about the things you would otherwise feel stressed, confused, and uncertain about. Let this Pathway to Peace promise be your open invitation to carve out time whenever and however often you feel the need for more peace. If I can change every imaginable and desirable aspect of my life by Pathway to Peace journaling, I know you can do the same. I wish for you every measure possible of love, joy, and most of all, peace as you discover how you too can choose starting over stronger. For what it's worth, it's never too late to be whoever you want to be. I hope you live a life you're proud of. And if you find that you're not, I hope you have the strength to start over. F. Scott Fitzgerald about the author. Annie J. Allen and her fiance Jerry enjoy their second chance at the life and love they always dreamed of in a peaceful suburb in a central Kansas City metropolitan area. They enjoy a full life with a handful of entrepreneurial endeavors between them. Annie has an adult daughter and son and one spunky grandson. Jerry has two adult sons and four grandkids and together they share the life and love of the two most perfect and spoiled dogs on the planet, Chloe and Layla. Annie uses her voice in every possible way to help others find their voice and advocate well for themselves before, during, and after major life transitions, such as divorce, significant breakups, family, and church estrangements. Annie has appeared on multiple podcasts, including Divorce at Altitude, Divorce Dialogues, My Crazy Divorce, Financial Fix Radio, Coaching Call, the Emerging Writers Series, Altered Stories, and more. She is the creator and host of the Starting Over Stronger Divorce Survival and Recovery Podcast. Through the podcast, private and group coaching, healing retreats, and her writing and speaking engagements, Annie has become a powerful advocate for hundreds who feel lost in their toxic relationships or codependency and want a more peaceful and joyous life. When she isn't passionately helping people, she enjoys being an Airbnb host and traveling with Jerry, spending time outside in the fresh air and sunshine in their hot tub and park-like backyard and walking, listening to live music, gathering with friends, and just relaxing at her peaceful home. Pathway to Peace Journal 
To help you get started with the practice of daily journaling on your pathway from worry and stress to peace and acceptance, I have added this section at the back of the book so you can easily start journaling right away. Would you be willing to try it for just one week? It would be my pleasure to interact with you about your experience after you fill these journal pages. Look for future Pathway to Peace journal offerings on Amazon. Until then, start your journaling venture on the next page. Carve out a 15 to 30 minute segment of your day to prioritize this new time of solitude and reflection. I prefer first thing in the morning, even if I have to set my alarm a little earlier, which I personally don't because I have a puppy that tells time by when the sun rises each morning. Some people prefer right before bed. Someone who works a day job at an office might like to utilize their lunch break. Find what works for you and then commit to that time every day for one week. You can do it. You may not always want to. It won't always feel revolutionary. And yet, sometimes it will. Like any exercise, this exercise of your mind and heart will take time to develop. If you find this is not enough space for all that you want to write, that's a great problem to have and lets you know it is time to invest in a small journal that will allow you to write to your heart's content through each of the four sections each day. Enjoy your Pathway to Peace journey this week. The following pages include the My Pathway to Peace journal blank pages for you to fill in. And so I hope that you will pick up a paperback copy of the book so that you can do that. And then at the end of that, the final page of the book says, Thank you for investing in one week for your first Pathway to Peace journaling journey. Some questions for your consideration. How are you feeling most days now compared to one week ago? Do you feel less anxiety most days than you did? Have your thoughts changed around certain subjects of concern? What are the most important things you have become aware of as you have journaled this week? I invite you to join my Starting Over Stronger After Divorce group on Facebook. Search for the page by name, answer a few membership questions, and then you'll be accepted. If you aren't divorced or even considering divorce, just indicate in the membership request that you're joining because you are a Starting Over Stronger reader. Once in, please post to share about your experience reading this Starting Over Stronger book and how you felt before and after one week of Pathway to Peace journaling. Thank you again for reading my story and for investing in beginning to write a new story all your own. Every day you journal, you will gain new insights. Each new insight will lead you into more clarity. Each point of clarity becomes the new strength you have been seeking for so long the strength that will lead you on a pathway to the peace your heart desires. Keep on journaling. You are starting over stronger each day you do. Well, thank you again for joining me to hear the reading of the Starting Over Stronger memoir. I will real quickly just read the back cover of the book just for fun, and then we'll close out for today. I wrote Starting Over Stronger because my story might help someone. We often feel alone when facing these obstacles, but we are not alone. I wanted to get past societal expectations that we tell only the positive, happy parts of our stories. I choose not to shy away from the real, 
unpleasant or uncomfortable truths, because understanding the raw, painful realities of another's experience can be uplifting and inspiring. May my story of overcoming be your courage to start over stronger. Annie. Reading your book felt like going for lunch with that family member who is simply grateful to see you. It felt like hugs and safety. Francesca D. Your book was very strong, keeping me intrigued and excited as to what happens next. Barbara N. Thank you for your transparency in your life story. I know this will help so many women find their way out of horrible marriages, and hopefully sooner than you and me. Jody C. The book was beautiful and will change lives. Well done, Deanna C. Annie J. Allen is a certified life transition coach and founder of Starting Over Stronger Life Transition Coaching, Podcast, and Healing Retreats. She has a bachelor's degree in professional writing and communication and a board certification in marriage and family counseling. Her passion is helping people find their voice to advocate well for themselves before, during, and after major life transitions, such as divorce, significant breakups, cult recovery, and family estrangement. Having awakened to and healed the toxic codependency that had kept her stuck there for far too long, Annie approaches her restorative work as a fellow survivor of a lifetime of emotional, verbal, and psychological abuse through the lens of a compassionate, resourceful counselor. Well, guys, that's it. That is the conclusion of the book, and I am going to sign off for today, but I will be back again next week for a excerpt on trusting the process and a big announcement. I'll see you then. Thanks again for joining me here on the Starting Over Stronger podcast. I'll meet you back here again next week.